Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. Yo, welcome back to Cooling Out. We are back. Kev. And it's Rel. We are back with a with a good friend of the pod, returning returning guest, uh, Janai. CEO, founder of NoDegree.com, entrepreneur, all that good stuff. What's up, man? What's up, man? Thank you guys for having me on. I remember when Kevin hit me up, I was like, whoa, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, we're still uh, trying to adjust to the remote podcast life. Um, and we feel like we're, yeah. we finally got it in a good space where we could, you know, have returning Start. guests. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're at the top yeah, of the list, we- buddy. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, no, you I'm overdue, happy, man. I'm happy because when Kevin hit me up, I was like, yo, what's up? What's up with Gerard? He's like, oh, he moved. I was like, what? But I'm glad you guys still <laughs> kept it up because I know I've seen a lot of podcasts where whatever things happen, guests move out. But it, I'm I'm really glad that you guys kept it, kept it consistent because it's not it's not easy. Yeah, that was like one of the main yeah. things that, that we wanted to focus on. It was like, all right, like we when I first uh, told Kevin I was moving, I was like, yo, but like, we still gonna do the podcast, like for sure. And then we, that part was like, the most stressful was trying to uh, figure out the actual keeping up with the podcast because like the audio isn't as hard. It's when you like have to create video and still creating uh, social media content and all that stuff. So that's when it became difficult. But now, Couple months later, we feel like we we got yeah, it. Finally the yeah, finally getting the hang of it. Yeah, finally getting the hang of it. No, I mean that's good because it's one of those things where I feel like if you really want to get something done and you have two people, you know, in your group of two who want to get it done, it's gonna happen. So yeah. I'm glad you guys made it happen because I knew both you guys were consistent. Because I know so many people they say there are like seven hundred thousand podcasts but i think only like four hundred thousand are i don't know some statistic like that a lot of them are just not active where you know Mm. people do like three to ten episodes and then it's like just dies off a cliff wow to see it (laughs) but honestly i don't know i'm I'm gonna speak for myself and not necessarily kevin but i feel like even like if we still like say for example i haven't moved back to new york or something the remote aspect of it is actually like pretty convenient because yeah, we don't have to like meet up all the time <laughs> to record and like that yeah. like after work that would take like you know additional three four hours whereas now we just pop in our mics and get a hour hour and a half up and close the laptop and be done with it yeah because yeah, you, you know i lost the podcast huh you know i lost the podcast i know i saw it. i see you on linkedin all the time linkedin somnia yeah no well that's that's my linkedin live show that's not a podcast oh oh excuse me you got multiple outlets Mm. talk to me because so linkedin somnia i so i got access to linkedin live and i just started doing the show and people watch me so i guess i gotta keep doing it Mm. and i it's just me it's like think of i would say it's just like the same thing that you guys have it's just like i just invite guests and we just talk and it's really random no direction Sometimes we'll have a topic like I'll, I'll sometimes do men, a mental health day where we'll really talk about mental health. But one of the reasons the feedback I got from the show was that it's really, it's real. It's authentic that we don't really hold anything back. Obviously, since it's on LinkedIn, you know, we keep it professional, no politics or religion. But, you know, things about the workplace, workplace growth, uh, all those things, you know, career growth, self-growth, 
inspiration, all that fun stuff. And, you know, a lot of the guests I get, they're really advanced in their field. So they'll give a lot of good uh, advice. What the the podcast? So I launched a no degree podcast. Oh, mm. yeah. So that's when was this? No degree dot. This was honestly, it was like three weeks ago. So I recorded episodes in August, but I needed like a podcast editor, and eventually I found one. And the No Degree podcast, you can find it on No Degree FM, and that's where I interview people without college degrees and have them share their stories. Mm. So it's like I got some. I'm gonna really drop like five or six episodes this week. Cause I got them edited. I just, I hate writing the summaries, man. So <laughs> I gotta write the summaries, and then I'm releasing it. But it just, cause the goal with NordicGreer.com, I want people to see the real stories of people, and what they did to get to where they are, mm-hmm. so that other people can figure out. Look, I want to do what he did or she did, or I don't. That's not me. I want to do something else. Gotcha. So let, uh, let's take them one at a time. Then I mean, cause like the LinkedIn insomnia. I, I feel like oh, I get on LinkedIn like pretty frequently. Almost every morning I check LinkedIn and I see you have a different video every day. <laughs> so you it know, feels funny, like I don't do it. I don't do it every day. I tell mm-hmm. people, look, you do something two to four times a week. People will think you do it every day. It's like, you know, sometimes you see you go to gym two to four times a week. People will think you go every day. Yes. OK, that makes sense because I'm like, he got a lot of time. I, every time I get on, it's <laughs> like and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, like I've, I've seen like I haven't like actually like gotten really in depth into them but i've seen them from like the beginning when you first started them and your viewership is is going crazy right now yeah you know what it's like dude i had a post on linkedin that had like 60k views yeah it's i've like, seen them like, now i was like this is how those girls on instagram feel like <laughs> <laughs> stop it <laughs> yeah. so no but you know the thing is i like linkedin especially so when so I started LinkedIn after the last podcast because the thing is I do Instagram I have a Snapchat, but the fact is like when people go to Instagram they're looking for more entertainment, more a little more fluff right easy to consume content like people not go to Instagram to look for jobs right they're not looking for career right. advice they're not mm-hmm. looking for that so I was like LinkedIn this is where like people who are serious right you don't have people like under eighteen who just I don't know they just read quotes about being successful and that's what drives them on linkedin it's like you need to give like actual tips actual advice so you know i've been connecting with a lot of people and it's crazy because there are people from all over the world like i got friends in australia i went to i met some of my friends in canada like who i met from linkedin like i had dinner in this at my friend's house who was on my linkedin live show so it's it's just amazing that it brings a lot of proactive people together in one community Mm -hmm. so that's one thing i love about linkedin and the fact is it's like my type of thing does well because i help people find work and i'm different from the other recruiters who don't really care about any other people unless they know they can make money off them i give a lot of free advice people ask me to review the resumes i'll do a quick few minutes so i do a lot of things for free and it's like it's been it caused me to grow a lot i saw i have a question Uh, go ahead Go ahead, go ahead. I have a question. When exactly did you launch the LinkedIn? Like, how long have you been doing this now? So LinkedIn, <coughs> excuse me, LinkedIn. Bless I started you. like in March. So mm-hmm. LinkedIn, you know, I, you know, I, some reason I just found LinkedIn, and then I was like, yo, LinkedIn has very good organic reach because Facebook at a time like 2011 to 2013, it was organic reach was crazy. But eventually, what happened was they were like, all right. We got a lot of people on the platform now. You know what we can? You can make money off this now. You got to pay. LinkedIn mm-hmm. is a is a little different for that. It has the organic reach, but not everybody can go there. You can't be an Instagram girl and do the same thing on LinkedIn because it's not appropriate. You can't be some of the other people who have like prank shows and all that because LinkedIn is a different audience. Even if it's the same people, they want something different from LinkedIn, right? It's like when you go to a deli, you expect something versus when you go to a fine dining restaurant, you mm-hmm. expect something different. Right. The same, you know, fine dining restaurant, they charge like five dollars for orange juice. But if you go to a deli, you get your five dollar orange juice. You know, you're getting laughed at by your boys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how was the you know, I, I figured, sorry, go ahead. what? No, go ahead. No, sorry. sorry. No, I was, I was going to ask, how was the process of attracting people to your show early on? Was you know, it difficult? So like... the thing is, the LinkedIn Live, I started, I think, September 12th. Right. Because you had mm-hmm. to apply and it took me three months to get approved. And then one day I just saw mm. I got approved. I was like, oh, I got approved. And then I told my friend, he was like, yo, we got to go live tonight. And then the first day I had like 20 to 40 viewers live at any given point. 
and you know i just launched it and i would say that the reason i was able to do so well compared to other people is that i spent six months on linkedin just commenting i used to not even post like that all i would do is comment and i would make sure that every comment was valuable because you see some people they post they're like oh just congrats Mm -hmm. oh thanks for the share that, that has really no value, right? If I read a post and someone says, thanks for the share, my life is not better. So I would always try to make sure that <laughs> when I make a post that, or when I make a comment that someone could actually gain something out of it. I would either add, mm-hmm. sometimes I would disagree. I'll say, look, I agree, but I disagree in this specific scenario. This is So I'd always try to give out advice. So by the time I launched a live show, a lot of people knew who I was already. So gotcha. they want they they had no issue watching me. They knew oh this guy's always helping people out. He's always doing going out there. So I already built a community of people. So then when they saw me on my live show, they're like oh this is the same dude who's making the comments. That's smart. That's that's very smart. That's a smart so, way to know, tackle. I, just, I was just I was just consistent with it, and so you know I set the record for the longest LinkedIn live. How long? For, so me and my friends were uh, four hours. Then they cut you off. Sheesh. Yeah, so and I did that six times. So some people <laughs> later have done it four hours, but no, I don't think anybody has done it six times. And the thing is, I actually maintain, like, I don't plan on going for four hours, but what happens is, like, sometimes I'll have, like, 40 to 60 viewers, and they're watching and they're commenting, so I just keep going. And the thing is, I don't have a traditional job, so that's part of my work, but I also enjoy it, so it's like, why not? Why Why shouldn't I keep going? Yeah, man, props to you, man. How many shows do you have planned out? You know, it's funny. I don't plan out the LinkedIn, the LinkedIn live show. It's really, it's like, I got an, I got some time free. I'll go live. Or someone's like, yo. I'll be, and I have a group chat of like 12 to 13 people. I'll be like, yo, anybody want to go live? And they'll be like, nah, not me. I'll be like, yo, I got some time. And that's <laughs> it. I, I really don't plan the live show. Because it's one of those shows that is really casual. Not Because the thing is, if you want to watch a really produced show, you're going to watch mm-hmm. TV. You're going to watch Netflix. You go to that show to, like, you see my room in the background. It's a mess. Like, I, I still didn't go to a barbershop in a couple of days. But that's, like, the beauty of the show. It's that type of show. So, it's like, yeah. I don't really plan it out. And it's also because my life is, like, very hectic. Today, is, it's, like, all over the place. So, it's, like, hard for me to plan out things. Because, like, I do a lot of resumes for people, a lot of interview advice. Like, after this show, I actually got to help someone I know with the resume. So, it's, like... If I didn't have to do the resume, I'd go live. So it's it's all it's all over the place. But that's the reason that people like it. I see. I saw um, on LinkedIn you posted something uh, where someone had asked you for help with their resume or their CV, yeah. I think, and then you you would try to explain to them the, the difference between a CV and a resume, and they just oh man, you know what's <laughs> I look. So you get a lot of people, and I think it's a cultural barrier. So, because I had someone from, like, South Africa today or Nigeria ask me, and she said, oh, can you help me with the CV? I was like, look, I do one quick free review. It usually takes me, like, two minutes. I point out some things. So I could do that, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, you know, and then she gave me more stuff. I was like, oh, sorry, busy today. And she was like, oh, you know, where's the CV rebranding you promised me? I said, look, I didn't promise <laughs> you no CV rebranding. <laughs> I said, I'll give you a quick free advice because, look, as much as I'd like to help everybody, it's like, come on. Look, I like helping people who at least have done some of the work themselves. Yeah. Because it's like, it's someone asking you, yo, how do I start a podcast? But they don't know anything about podcasting. They don't even know what a mic is. They don't know. It's like, I'm not trying to teach you all this. If someone asks you, hey, what do you guys use for remote interviews? That's an easy question to answer. But when they when you have to explain like a textbook worth of information and start them from scratch, it's like, you know... I don't want to do that. It's like I got other stuff to do, and I got like I want to hang out with my friends. I want to help out my friends, my family, and all that. So you just get some people who are just rude and who are just like, "Oh, please review my resume, thanks." It's like, yo, I don't even know you. Whereas like you get some <laughs> other people who are like, "Look, I really listened to this episode of your podcast. I appreciate it. You know, thank you so much. You really helped me." And I'll be like, "Look, then I have no problem doing something because it's one of those things that a lot of people don't understand." That in the beginning of my LinkedIn, when I wasn't as popular, if you asked me for a CV review, I would do it, right? Because I only got a few messages a day, yeah. right? I only got, like, maybe a couple likes on my post. But now, 
it's like when you get hundreds of likes, you got to look at the people who comment. And when you get hundreds mm. of comments, then you got to look at, you know, it's just how it is, right? If you're yeah. a celebrity, every guy's coming at you, you're going to look at the person who goes above and beyond. It's just a natural mm-hmm. thing. So Talk it's like your shit. Who uh-huh. listen to my who <laughs> listen to my podcast, who follow my like the people who watch my it's crazy. There are people who've watched like all four hours of my live show. So when they ask me for some help, I have no issue. Because the fact is if someone watches me for more than ten seconds, like I'll go out of my way to do something for them. Gotcha. That makes sense. So uh what's your so what's the what's the plan for the podcast and how do you plan uh to make the podcast as, as successful as the LinkedIn live has been going? So the podcast is a little different. So the podcast is more produced mm-hmm. and honestly I've already gotten a lot of great feedback and I have some big, big guests. I have some I so I got a couple of CEOs of companies releasing this week and I got some another CEO scheduled. So I think the goal with the podcast is a little different. The LinkedIn Live show is a more casual, laid-back, off-the-cuff show, right? The podcast is meant more for for to a website for a website to succeed. You need a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, I hate writing, man. I hate writing blog posts. I like writing LinkedIn comments and posts because it's like speaking, but I don't like writing long articles. So what I wanted to do was instead of writing articles, I was like, let me release a podcast because. A lot of people ask me, like, how do you prepare for an interview? How do I do this? I'm interested in becoming this. I'd rather say, hey, look, I, listen to this podcast episode because I've had the same conversation hundreds of times. And the fact is, I don't want to keep having the same conversations with people, especially because a lot of times when I have the conversations with people, a lot of people are not serious. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind talking to people if they're ready to go out there and listen to me and do the work they need to do. But then you talk to someone and you you know you talk to them twenty minutes to an hour, and they're not even serious, so it's a waste of their time. So I was like, look, listen to the podcast, and then if they listen to that and then they got a question, you have my time. But I don't want to waste my time with someone who's not serious. I'm pretty sure you deal with old, right, throughout life, just people you give advice to and it just goes out one ear, comes out the other. All the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All mm-hmm. the time. So the CEOs that are coming on your shows, these are, I mean, on your podcast correction, these are all. Yeah. Uh, CEOs that have that do not have degrees. Yes, yes. So, all one guy he has a real estate uh, drone company where he does mm-hmm. the drone shots of like these high end houses, like thirty to fifty million dollar houses, and he does VR for uh, Manhattan apartments, like these crazy apartments. He does the VR for these you know high end apartments, like the top agents of like Douglas Element and all that. Mm-hmm. So that was one and he had a crazy story like dude was a drug dealer had a crazy life he like ran out of the home with his brother at like 15 years old and all that so his life was just out there because I, I kind of want to share real stories with people right because oftentimes people who go to college they generally come from a better background because the fact that you can go to college is shows that you generally come from a certain background Whereas, like, some other people, they just, like, college is, like, they're just trying to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So, I have another CEO, man. This guy had some one of the hardest, like, like, his dad was, like, a drug-dealing pimp. His mom was, like, you know, she grew up in an orphanage. So, he had a hard life. And now he's the CEO of a company that has, like, 50 employees. Wow. So how'd he move up? And it's just, like, and then I had another guy who was a electrical contractor to talk about how he became it. So that other people can listen and kind of follow down their paths or get an idea of what it's like to be or do what they do. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's really admirable. Impressive. That's really yeah. impressive. How do you go about uh, find, finding the guests for your show? Are these people that Honestly, um, have been connections from LinkedIn or just... Yeah, so, you know, LinkedIn is, like, so good with that because... The big CEO, honestly, one of my LinkedIn connections, he was like, yo, I'm talking to this guy, and I think he'd be good for your podcast. You want an intro? I was like, sure. And then the thing is, once I get them on the phone, almost all of them say yes. Because I was like, look, I launched a No Degree podcast because I'm the founder of NoDegree.com, and this is my goal. And they're like, whoa. Like, usually I get these requests all the time, but I like yours. I'll say yes. Because mine has a very emotional connection to them. Because, you know, these are highly successful, highly driven people. And sometimes they're discounted for their backgrounds and they're passed on. So for them, they like, yo, I see, I want someone to be able to hear my story and know how I overcame these things. So a lot of them is just purely through LinkedIn where they're like, look, I love your podcast. 
let me know how I can help. I was like, you want to be a guest? Cool. And it's always, you know how it is, just connections of people. And then as you get connections and the podcast grows, you get more connections. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's slowly been growing. And it's just, all, yeah, mostly all of them through LinkedIn. Gotcha. So That's- with the pod, how many apps? I know you said you banked a few, but moving forward, yeah. do you have like a structure in mind in terms of weekly output? Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, I want probably I'm going to go for two a week until mm-hmm. I hit like 20 to 30 episodes. And then I'm going to dial back to one a week because what I want to do is in the beginning, I want to get a lot out the way. Mm-hmm. So that let's say, because my LinkedIn posts are doing pretty well. So let's say if I do get discovered by something that they have like 20, 30 episodes to look at. Versus gotcha. if you, let's say you go viral and you have like three episodes. It's like, okay, that's it. Like, I only I only want to listen to one. Versus if you have 30 episodes, people are like, all right, I mess with this. I like this. Cool. So that's sort of why I want to have like 20 or 30. And that's why I'm doing so much in the beginning. So then I could sort of, ease back a little mm-hmm. that makes sense. how's the actual company doing like i know doing... you have the the live show and now you have the podcast yeah. so i'm just interested in how you diversify your time so fortunately enough my business is like a circle so the live show what happens is i get a lot of guests now some of them have college degrees they're amazing guests but they're not a fit for my podcast so mm. I redirect mm. them to the live show, uh, right? And then some people mm-hmm. from the live show, people see me and they're like, look, I love what you do because what a lot of, pe- a lot of people really don't understand live shows. Like they think they, because anybody can be anything when they're heavily edited, right? You could take like the wackest person and you put them in a crazy edited video and you think all of a sudden like you, they're Michael Jordan, right? Even though they could barely make a layup. Yeah. So, whereas in a live show, look, you got to be off the cuff. You got to be quick. You got to be witty. And fortunately enough, I've been working on my public speaking skill for a long time. So I'm quick with it on the live. Like when people make comments, when people, you know, and I know most of my guests, so I vibe well with them. Mm-hmm. So it's like that helps. So that helps establish my brand because I've gotten invited to speaking gigs. So and speaking gigs, when I go speak and people see what I do, that helps, you know, I tell them, look, I have this podcast, I have this. That helps me find guests. That helps me get work. So everything feeds into something else. And fortunately enough that they're all tied. It's not like, oh, I do a live show. I don't know. And I do home repair, right? It's like, that's totally different. Live show, (laughs) podcast, LinkedIn content, doing resumes, helping people with interviews. Everything feeds back into each other. So it's like, I found a system that really works well for me. Yeah, that's that's smart. You, you, as you said, yeah, you have multiple outlets, but still overall achieving somewhat the same goal. That's... Yeah, and it's it's each different parts. They each feed in because, and you know, it's also good when you do a little bit of different things that use different parts of your skill set because you don't get tired. Because you know, if you did podcasts every day, right? Then you're like, oh man, another podcast. If I did a live show every day, then it's like, oh man, another live show. But if I did resumes all the time, it's like this. But it's good to like sort of mix it up because I get to channel my energy in different ways. And you know, working on the live show helps me with the podcast. Being on a podcast helps me with the live show. Being on both of those helps me with speaking engagements. Speaking engagements leads to finds podcast podcast guests helps people. I get resumes. So it's just like all feeding into each other. And then it's like I place people at companies and speaking engagements helps with that. So it's like I found like a system for my company that I'm set. Gotcha. So like what's what's the goal going forward for no degree? Is it try, are you trying to like transform it like completely into like a recruiting type firm or? No. So I want to use recruiting as a means to an end. Mm-hmm. So the recruiting, I fell into it accidentally because so many people come to me and they're great people who deserve to find good work. And I know a lot about them. So it's like, let me help them find jobs. And then I have a mentor who's a recruiter and she's like, look, you can get paid for that. And my mind was blown. I was like, what? I can get paid for that. And the thing is, the money comes from the companies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if I come across someone who's like, look, I'm looking for work. I'm good at this. I know this. And I come across a company, I could get a fee. And the thing is, I only do it in New York City because I don't want to... Recruiting is hard to scale because 
it's so fee driven that when you hire people outside, they only care about the fees. Because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you guys dealt with recruiters. They're ruthless, man. They don't yep. care about you. They only care about the fee they get off you. <laughs> yep. And, and if they can't hungry. use you no more, they stop responding yeah. to you. Yeah. You know how it is. It's like, yeah. oh, no, I don't have this job. Forget it. But it's like, I'm not like that. Where it's like, if people, I can't, I, I'll be up front and be like, look, this the person stopped responding back to me, this and that. But I'll be like, look, I'll still give them direction. And there are times where I have a job for them and they found another job. And the other job is better in every way. Higher pay, better everything. I tell them, I'm like, look, take the other job because you only got one life to live. Don't take it for this job where I'm not going to promise you. Like, I don't, you know, a lot of recruiters promise you, oh, this is a great opportunity, great growth. They always tell you the same things. Mm-hmm. And the same things always happen. It's not great growth. It's not the opportunity they promise. Whereas, like, I'm up front with them. So it's like, that's the recruiting aspect of my business. But the ultimate goal is, like, I want no degree to be like, you know the Muse? Hmm. No, I'm not familiar with that. What, what is the that? Muse is... So the Muse is just like a job website. They give a lot of career advice. They have a lot of jobs. They have like a lot of those skills tests. So I want no degree to be a place where it's like, look, you can get all your career advice out there. You can find jobs. You have the podcast. So I kind of want it to be like a content machine. Gotcha. Where you can sort of apply to jobs. Because a lot of times, a lot of these job websites, they're not that good, right? They'll have a few things, but... And they're not real. Like, they're, they're very... They care more about the employer than they do about the employee. Yeah. When I work with people, I really care about the employee. I'll tell them, like, look, if, you you know, you tell someone, oh, I'm a month into a job and I got a better opportunity. I tell people, go take it. Just say you didn't work for a month. Don't put this company on your resume. Whereas (laughs) a recruiter's going to say, oh, no, you're a job hopper. You're this, you're that. It's like, who cares, man? You got one (laughs) life to live. Why are you going to, you know, why are you going to waste one to two years of your life for a company that doesn't value you just because you got to please another company that probably won't value you to not be called a job hopper. Yeah. Wow. That's a good sell. Yeah. Wow. Um, you mentioned the live show. You mentioned the pod. I'm just interested since we last spoke, what are other areas of change or growth you've noticed with the company? <clears throat> I'm doing a lot of resumes and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. interview prep because what happened was a lot of people come to me and the fact is you need a decent resume for jobs. It's just a fact. So I sort of help people with the resumes. You know, people who can't afford me, I say, hey, look, check out these links. It'll help you out because, you know, you gotta. I got to pay the bills, right? I can't be spending hours a day doing these things when I got a company to run. Also, I've been doing public speaking engagements. So mm. I've been doing a lot of presentations because I was working on my public speaking skills for years and public speaking. And I was like, you can get paid for public speaking? So mm-hmm. it was just like a natural progression. So I start, I, I'm focused on the public speaking. And fortunately, the live show, the podcast, and public speaking, it's just a full circle. They're all different parts of this, of sort of the same thing. And yeah, and help you hone it, your skills. It just keeps me going. And you just, yeah. you just meet so many cool people. And the fact is, I'm lucky in that I do something so different. And people remember my domain name that it's like, it gets me a lot of intros, man, that other people just can't get. Yeah, your domain name is, is like, very mm-hmm. straightforward. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. And the podcast domain name is nodegree.fm, so that's easy, too. Oh, I'll have to check that, that out. Is it, like, a totally separate website? So it's a separate website purely for the podcast. So you can just see all the episodes there. If you go on there, you can, on your phone, you can check out, you know, I'm on Spotify, whatever, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Just so... Because the thing is, you know, from a marketing standpoint, if you say, hey, go check out my podcast and you say no degree dot com slash podcast, that's an extra thing they got to type on their phone. Right. That's an extra thing they got to type on their keyboard. Anything extra some your people have to do, it's less likely that they're going to do it. It's just mm. right, that's how things work. <laughs> yeah. No degree dot mm-hmm. FM. Super easy. Super easy to see. Same thing. I also own no degree podcast dot com. But again, when you're typing on the phone, it's longer to type. These All these things make a little factor. No degree.fm, super easy, super easy to remember. .fm is associated with... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Podcast, so it has a good association. So I'm very strategic when it comes to doing these things. I see. How have these initial episodes of your pod been received? Uh, very well. So <clears throat> the first episode of my podcast, I have a kid. He has a top 15 podcast in the education category. And all his he's a 22-year-old kid. All his guests are like, now they're like best-selling authors and stuff. Like people, like he had one dude that made like $80 million in a year last year or something. <laughs> so he's getting like top yeah. guests. So he was my first guest and I met him on LinkedIn. And it's always good because it helps you get intros to some of their guests. Or you can ask them questions like, yo, how'd you get this guest? And they'll tell you, yo, I talked to, this is how I got the guest. And so it's been well received. And it's like the how to prepare for an interview has saved me hundreds of conversations, man. Because. <laughs> yeah, it's a plug. Go check my podcast. Yeah. That's it. You know, it's like, it's one thing if you have a conversation. It's one thing if someone's paying you. But if you said the same thing hundreds of times. And, you know, you've seen so many people who don't follow up with it. And, you know, you're busy. It just makes sense. And then what happens is some people are like, look, he actually gave me a lot of info. I'll hire him for a resume because he knows what he's talking about. So I like that. And it's it just allows me to sort of grow because recruiters don't have podcasts. Because most of the time they're too boring. Their personalities suck. And they just don't think about that way. Providing value mm. to other people for free. That's like outside their control. So I like the fact that people could listen to it anywhere in the world because I've given, I've sent it to like this kid in South Africa. I told him about the podcast. He had an interview and this dude launched his own podcast like a, like a couple months later. So it's like, it's since I love that, that I was able to inspire. And then people tell me like, Hey, I'll send you your, your podcast. I got, I closed my interview. I got the job. So, wow. you know, that makes me where it's like, I'm sitting back and people are getting value, right? There's nothing better than that. Yeah. So what would you say is the the highlight of everything that you do? No degree dot com. Like what's the highlight? Like what what do you um so, you like know, gain from I that? I would say I would say it's hard to have a highlight because oftentimes, especially at a company, all the little things count. Right? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we focus on the highlights of our lives, but we have to focus on, you know, what got us there. Right. So I would say like every time the real highlights, I would say, is whenever someone sends me a message and said, look, thank you. I ha- I don't have a college degree and I sort of made it and I wish I had something like you, but it's inspiration or someone's like, hey, I don't have a college degree, but, you know, sites like yours give me hope. So that's really what keeps me going And that sometimes I'll be having a bad day, but I'll get that message like, yo, I saw your live show. You know, I really love how you're giving so much value, just like, you know, the individual feedback, because that's what I do it. Right. I do it for the individual people. Gotcha. That's 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 smart, actually. When people, because you're right, I, I think we do tend, like as a society, to just focus only on highlights and 
forget like the small like everyday details that go into it so yeah because yeah, you know yeah, like you know, we'll go back mm-hmm. to the basketball analogies because you guys always do basketball episodes right we're looking at all these dunks and you know all these things but at the end of the day the free throws the assists the layups right they also add to the game-winning thing right yeah the yeah. dunks look nice they look cool but at the end of the day you need all that right you need the guys on the bench right even though they don't get the glory right they still right lebron needs to sit on the bench right because <laughs> he right to get the rest and all that so it's like i think people need to stop Always, you know, the highlights are cool, but don't forget why you started it, why you did it. Makes sense. How long has it been now for No Degree? Well, I've been, I founded No Degree in 2013, but in the beginning, it was just a bunch of guys in the basement. And then, you know, we grew it. And I think since I quit my job last year, and especially since the podcast, ever since I started LinkedIn and just... That's when I really figured things out, and I've just been mm-hmm. growing, just like every month, growing, growing. And now with the the podcast, it's just been helping me grow because the beauty of a podcast is as you get bigger guests, it gives you more credibility. Once you get more credibility, it allows you to do other things. So it's just one, and I got some interesting guests coming up. So I think that will help me. And it's like I got some other guests that I could potentially get. So... Because ultimately, yo, I want to get, like, I want to get Nas on the podcast. I want to get, like, someone like Arnold, Bill Gates. Obviously, it'll take a couple of years, but that'd be, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if you can get to that, that, that'll that be insane. Yeah. And then I, I'm going mentioned- tell Nas to be on your oh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works. That's how I it works. I'm going to be like, yo, go to talk to these guys. Yep. How's life? How's life in general? Like you mentioned all the growth and changes for the company, but how about yourself? Nah, I mean, it's good because for me personally, I make sure to make time for everything. So I make sure to get enough sleep because there are some days, whatever, a few days, you know, super busy. I won't, but I'll make sure because even though I know I could do it longer, eventually like burnout is just one of those things where it's like one day you Mm -hmm. just don't feel like doing anything. And it's like, I, I see those things super early. So it's like, when I know I'm feeling tired, I'll make sure I'll be like, look, I'm sleeping in today. I'll still do work. And the beauty of what I do is that everything's integrated. And a lot of things that are work for me, I don't consider work. Like a podcast is work, but it's it's pretty fun because I'm having a conversation with someone who can really add value. So I don't see a podcast as work at all. Like this would be considered work, but it, I don't feel like it's work. It's like, it's me having fun. What the LinkedIn live show is just me having fun. Being on LinkedIn is just sort of me having fun, right? Obviously, the CV reviews that's a little more work, but I make sure I do. You know, <laughs> I don't do two hundred free reviews a day. I'll be selective with my time, so I make sure to make time for everything. You know, just your friends, your families, all. You know, I spend a lot of time with my nephew, so you know, I always make time for the people around you in your life, or else then you grow, and then you know these people sort of grow apart from you too wow well, you mentioned like your long-term you know guests you want to have and goals but i'm just interested because like you said we had you on what's that 10 months ago and to yeah. see your growth has been super impressive so i mean what are you looking to accomplish in like i don't know a year's time and if you have anything you know, specific. like someone someone told me that i forgot who wrote the book but they said that they read this book and they were saying that generally long-term goals, you got to be careful with them. So they said it's better to have three-month goals because what happens, you know, everybody has New Year's resolutions, right? And what happens at the end of the year? Oh, I didn't hit this. I didn't hit that. So the thing is, it's better to have three-month goals and have smaller goals so that you either hit them and realize, look, I could have had bigger goals or you don't hit them and figure out why you need to readjust. So I like doing short-term goals. Like in three mm-hmm. months, I'm going to do this many episodes. Because, you know, one, two, five years is a very abstract time. You can't, it's so much harder to imagine where it's mm-hmm. like three months from now, okay, three months from now, it's going to be whatever, end of February. I want to get this done. So it's like, that's what I really focus on because as you keep on doing the short-term goals, eventually it becomes a long-term and you can have a more accurate goal for three months because I can say, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds in a year. Or you could say, hey, in three months, I'll lose five pounds. And then you could either hit it 
or not hit it, and then you can readjust. So I I think like my three month goals is I want to get to the thirty episodes, and it's like I want to just keep on leveling up my guests. So I kind of have just like since everything's sort of working for me right now, I'm just all about being consistent and staying on the track. Hmm. Wow, that makes sense. Very wise man. I'm Tips. still young. Take some advice from you. Get too lost in uh, thinking about the future. Yeah, because it's you know how it is. It's like when you. It's always good to take. Oftentimes we think so far ahead, we forget to take things one step at a time, right? In order to That's hit those fact. one, five, ten years goals, you have to hit those mini goals. You have to hit the daily goals, and it's you know the daily goals. A lot of times they sort of. It happened to me before too, where they slip you by, right? You wanna, mm-hmm. you wanna, you supposed to do your push-ups. You supposed to lose weight. You supposed to do this, and by the time a year, two years, it's like wow, where have I gone? So it's like I like staying consistent. I think that's that's one of the keys that has really helped me. Just staying consistent, you know, experimenting. Once you find something that works, keep on doing it. Imp- improvise, do it better, and yeah, there's no replacement for consistency, right? No matter how successful someone is. You always see that they're consistent. Gotcha, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I mean, you, you guys know, been consistent with the podcast. So it's, it's like, been how long has you guys hit over a hundred episodes? Right? What episode? Number yeah, well, one. This is this is gonna be one sixty one, I believe. Oh man, wow. that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be one sixty one. We've been doing it what three years now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. October <laughs> so, made three I mean, years. Wow. So, I mean, when you guys started the podcast, did you guys have any, like, did you guys know, like, oh, we're going to get to 161? Did you guys even know that it would stay together? Because I remember originally there was someone else in the podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we, we didn't even know how we were going to get guests. We had, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of one of those had. things. Yeah, you said it was kind of what? It was kind of just like, we, like, had said we were going to do a podcast for years, 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 yeah. years. And then at, like, the drop of a hat. They were like, all right, we're, let, let's do this podcast. And we're like, we recorded a couple of episodes, but then we didn't release them. And then we finally just like, all right, whatever. Like, let's just release it. Even if only two people hear it, then that's just what it's going to be. But to think back to what, October 2016 mm-hmm. to now and to just see the growth and the, the the listeners and the following that we have now is just insane. <clears throat> yeah, it's just that consistency. That's why it's like I'm not too crazy on long-term goals like that. Yeah. It's just like you just got to be consistent. And what happens is you just end up moving. As long as you're moving forward, I mean, you you move back sometimes. It's just part of life. But as long as you're moving forward, you know, focusing on the next thing, it just mm-hmm. slowly grows. Because now it's like I'm pretty sure the goals you have today are way different than the goals you had when you originally started the podcast. Oh, yeah, easily. I can even mm-hmm. – it's interesting with the consistency because – off the top of my head, I can probably count like five weeks that we probably missed, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it's one one handful. Yeah, we have we don't like we record almost every week, and then even like um, weeks where we can't record, we'll do like extras in one week so that we have extra episodes for the following week and things of that nature. So I would say, yeah, we probably ha- haven't missed more than five episodes in three years. Nah, and that's that's like, because I think once you get past the one or two years mark, because you know Joe Rogan, you know when he started podcasting, it was 2009. Wow. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and then he was saying that he did it, with the he had some guy, and the guy learned about audio editing and video editing and stuff, and it just grew, and then he was like, it's so considered, because everybody thinks, oh yeah, Joe Rogan, you know, top podcast, oh, he's a comedian, but it's like, the dude was consistent, right? Before podcasts were even a wave, he was on it. So mm-hmm. obviously when podcasts took off, he was the one to take off, right? Because he's been, they always say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I see it time and time again that a lot of people don't, you know, they just think that these people walk in, become successful. It's just, it, oftentimes it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Oh no, there's a lot that goes on. <laughs> and behind just so much. Speaking quickly yeah. about Joe Rogan, he gets slept on though. Just in, in terms of like how multifaceted and talented he is, dude. He's when I listen. <laughs> so I think, yo, it's crazy because my man got Edward Snowden and Bernie Sanders on his podcast. Like, that's insane. Like I didn't, I didn't even know 
Edward Snowden did podcast. I don't even know how that was coordinated, right? Yeah. And then, you know, get, and then I listened to the Bernie Sanders episode. Like, he's a good host, man. He knows exactly what questions to ask, mm-hmm. how to get a lot of the good. Because, you know, what? a lot of people like my LinkedIn Live show is because I can get the guests to open up. And it's not easy. Most people think you just ask questions, but you have to understand the guests. You have to know what they're about. Even before the LinkedIn Live show, I, I talk to them, you know, let them know a couple of things. So it's like to get them to open up, it's not, not easy because Joe Rogan is the UFC commentator, which he's yes. good at that. He was like national because I watch a lot of UFC fights. So, right, I know how it is. And it's like and a lot of people don't really understand how smart comedians are. Because when you go up on stage, it's one thing to present. It's another thing when you got to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Right? That's tough. Especially, like, on demand. Because as soon as you get up there, everyone's just staring at you, like, make me laugh yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the thing is, most com- most people don't understand that when people practice comedy routines, they start practicing in the basement comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they're on the big stage, mm-hmm. they've done that routine so many times. And it's so polished. They just think, oh, they're just going up there and talking. And it's like, no. When If you actually see when people go up there and talk, they're like, oh, uh, um, you know, I was at this place. And and wait, wait, wait. Hold up. The joke goes, like, oh, man. I'm a, Right? That's what happens the first time. To get it up there where you're like a Joe Rogan or you're like a Chappelle, you practice that. You know how the audience is going to react. You know how long you're going to pause. You know the words you're going to use because the words you use affect how people react, which affects how they laugh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Preparation. It is key. Yeah. And so consistency, like, like you said. Yeah. And do you have you know, any? And I think, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask, do you have any tips or, um, let me see, common mistakes you see between prospective um, candidates looking for jobs? Kind of trying to get that I, free advice. No, no, you're willing to is, share. <laughs> no, I'm willing to share. So <laughs> what I tell people is like, yo, oftentimes the resume, a lot of resumes I get, these guys didn't even Google resume. First thing you should do, at least Google <laughs> resume and look at the images. Like I see some things and it's like, look, let me tell you, I'm terrible at design. I'm not even good at that stuff, right? I'm the t- per- type of person to like make typos and this and all that. But it's like, I at least know how a resume should be. And it's like, dude, just copy a format online. There's so many online formats for free. Mm-hmm. So, you know, first do that. Do a little, because a little research goes a long way. And I tell people, it's like Google resume formats. First do it off that. Then this is what I tell people. If you're applying to jobs and you're not getting callbacks, it's your resumes. If you're getting callbacks but not closing, it's your interviews. Mm-hmm. And then react accordingly. And I tell people, just, you know, just do a lot of research. Ask questions. That's how, you know, all this stuff is. I learned just by asking people, by reading a lot, and doing all these things. And I tell, but another thing I would say is you should really know yourself when you're starting the job search. Because so many times I ask people, hey, well, what do you want to do? I just kind of think in college. I was like, hey, what do you want to do? Oh, I'll be an investment banker. I'm like, why? Because they make a lot of money. I was like, okay. I was like, well, <laughs> if you could do something else and make a lot of money, would you do it? They're like, yeah. So I was like, so you don't want to be an investment banker. You just want to make a lot of money. Yeah. So I was like, so why didn't you think of other careers? They're like, oh, well, that's the one first one on Google, right? That's the one that everybody knows. So oftentimes people don't even truly understand what they want to do. So first understand what you want to do because a job is different, right? A lot of people, I know Jarrell, it's like a lot of people want to be lawyers. And then you ask them, you're like, well... You'd probably hate the job based on what I know about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. <laughs> it's a so I like it's a yes. Yeah, it's, it's a massive time commitment. I think people don't realize like when you go for those careers that most of the time pay that kind of money. The ones that you see, like oh, you know, the yeah. lawyers, doctors, all that stuff. It's a massive time commitment. Most people don't, you know, unless you like really enjoy what you're doing, you can easily burn out or get frustrated with it. Yeah. And burnout is a very real thing because uh, someone I know wrote a book regarding, they said there are, you know what, I'm going to, there's a Japanese concept that I'm going to talk about. I think this is the most important thing 
when people think about careers and life. Hold on. I got to pull it out. But it's basically saying that there are four things that people really need in in a career. Hold on. I got to pull it out because I always like it's just phrased so nicely. But it's basically. Hold on. I know I have it somewhere. Okay. It's called Ikagi. And it stands for passion, profession, mission, and vocation. So passion is what you love. Profession is what you're good at. Mission is what does the world need. And vocation is what you can get paid for. Mm. Your dream, uh, an ideal job should hit all four. Mm. If you can hit all four with the job, you're set. That's something you could probably do for the rest of your life. No issues. But the fact is, you not all jobs can hit all four. But you need to hit all four in your life. Right? Whether it's through a job or something else. Ideally, a job should hit at least two of them. Right? Either what you can get paid for and what you're good at. And then you need to find the other two or three outside of your job. Because if you're missing any of those things in your life, it's not going to be good. So you should you can find it out through uh, volunteering or getting involved on something on the side. Right? That's how a lot of people get their passion and mission and they use their jobs for a profession and vocation mm. what's the name wow. of that how do you yeah so <laughs> I- i'm gonna say so it's, it's called ikigai so i i think i-k-i-g-a-i that's the term ah ikigai. and yeah, yeah so I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'll send it to you guys but what you love what you're good at what does the world need and what you can get paid for and i think that's so many dope. people just mm. focus on what you can get paid for, mm-hmm. but it ignores all the other three. And if what you can get paid for takes up all your time, and it doesn't, if you're not getting the other three fulfillments, you're gonna burn out, right? Because you need that love, right? You need to do something you're, you know, there's some joy out of doing something you're good at, right? And there's also a joy out of doing something that sort of helps the world in some way. Yeah, wow. I just got the title for this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a gem. So, I never heard of that. Yeah, that you know, someone else. Someone, so that's what I love about the LinkedIn Live show because well, I, someone on my LinkedIn Live show brought up that concept. And mm. I think that's like when, when it hit me, I was like, wow, that's why I sort of love what I do because I love, I love helping people, love helping people find work. Right, I am actually good at that stuff. Right, the podcasting, the live show, and the world does need you know the world needs what I do. Right, because people tell me, look, thank you so much, and I and I can get paid for it. So it's like I hit I hit the jackpot, I hit the lottery. Wow, no, congrats! Yeah, man, seriously, no, real talk, congratulations! Wow, so um, wow, yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving's around the corner. Before we go. If you want to like tell tell people anything you're thankful for, but then also you can tell people where they can find your podcast, all that stuff. You know, I would say you know I'm I'm really thankful for you guys because oh. you guys were the first podcast that I was on, and I'm one of those people that I never forget where I came from, and I never forget the people who helped me along the way. So I just want I'm thankful for all the people that have helped me on my journey because. Yes, I put in a lot of work. Yes, I do what I need to do. But it's only amplified by the good around me. If I I could never get anywhere just by myself. And anybody who says that is lying. Right? There's always people who help you along the way and you can't forget that. Right? They have supporters, they have other people, they get their lucky breaks. So it's like, you know, thankful to people like you who, you know, before I grew this much, right? Before I had a podcast, before I had this there were guys like you who just had me on, right? And I, you know, it's funny. I also, when some people ask me, like, "Hey, I want to learn more about you," I send them this episode because oh, wow, okay. star. So, I, so it's you. like, you know, so it's Thank like you, that's what I'm thankful. What are you guys thankful for? Mm. Kev, you want to go or? Uh, yeah. Um, just friends, family. Um, good health. Not to be generic, you know. Jarrell, my best friend. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for guests like this. I'm thankful for this platform. I'm thankful to meet interesting people that are really chasing their passions and doing interesting things. Like, this is crazy what you're doing and just to see the growth. But 
aside from that, yeah, just thankful to just be doing good and trending in the right direction in life. Mm. Yeah, bro, you gotta you gotta close. I'm, it. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I was like, I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep. Oh wow, I don't know if I could top you guys, but no, nah, I mean, obviously, thankful for family, friends, uh, good health. Um, my fiance, Kevin. Oh, congrats. Uh, yeah, this podcast. I mean, just all all of our fans, the listeners, people that have uh, supported us since the beginning, like like really supported us three years ago and have st- and are still rocking with us. And you know, the 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 weekly listeners. I'm really grateful for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Thankful for you, man. Come on this podcast, man. That's it. I mean, I mean, like seriously, all everyone who comes on the podcast. It means a lot to us. Because you're still taking time out of your schedule to come on the podcast, so that means a lot to me. Um, I'm thankful, you know, to be like just to start over life. I'm I'm at a new job, um, in a new city, starting over life, getting a a little break from the city, so I have a bit of a clearer mind without all of the distractions that New York brings sometimes. So I'm thankful for that as well. I gotta add one more thing. Go ahead. So I'm thankful that you guys kept on continuing this podcast despite, you know, you going to a new city because since I see, I come across a lot of people who are doing, you know, things, podcasts, businesses. I, I don't know. I always feel sad when I hear of, oh, we ended it because of whatever, right? So it's good when Kevin said, oh, he moved, and but you guys still had the podcast. I was happy. I was like, yes. This podcast is gonna is gonna keep going, right? Yeah. I've I've talked to so many people. It's like, oh, we're not doing that business no more, and it's a cool business, right? Your podcast is cool, so it's like, I, I'm I'm thankful for that because yeah. I love seeing growth. I love seeing consistency. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, with technology that's available today, we really didn't have any excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know what? I think like you guys are the type that you guys were so consistent that you guys would have found a way yeah because i mean like what this even this platform where i mean this program we're using now this is like a what sixth or seventh one that we tried yeah we tried yeah, a, a, a lot took a lot <laughs> what'd you guys try what else did you try uh let me see i won't put anyone on blast but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, I'll tell you all yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you, yeah, I don't I'll tell you all what yeah i don't want to put any companies down but they just didn't work for us <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'll, yeah, I'm I'll, thankful for I'll them say, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but make, let let the people know where they can find you on social yeah. media. So, I mean, now, stuff. so you have the nodegree.com, the website. LinkedIn, you could easily find me. Uh, J O N A E D, last name I Q B A L, and the podcast is called the No Degree Podcast, and you can find it on nodegree.fm. It's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple. And a whole bunch of other platforms, so feel free to check it out. And you know, I also launched a Patreon, so because I don't want any ads on my podcast, so it's like if you okay. want to support me, a few bucks a month, uh, Patreon.com/slash/NoDegree. Wow! Oh, man. All right, man. Yeah. Thank I'm you like again. At five man. bucks a month right now, so that's so, that's, that's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> that's something, Maybe. man. We'll be like fifty next time we talk to you. Five hundred. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, man. Thank you again for coming on the podcast, though. Yeah. So ten months, yo, yeah. ten months later, I'm back, right? Yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in the calendar. Look, let me tell you, it don't matter how big or small I am. You got, you guys hit me up, I'll make the time. All right, bet. I'm gonna hold you to that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna hold myself. This episode's too. going live. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm look, I, I'm ready. You know, I, I don't say things I don't mean. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. But um, as always, people, thank you for checking out the podcast. Please make sure you guys continue to rate, share, subscribe. Uh, continue to show the love that you guys always do. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If I'm forgetting anything, everywhere that podcasts are available, we are there. Full-length episodes up on YouTube and IGTV. Um, guys, please make sure you guys have a safe yet eventful Thanksgiving. Enjoy the mm-hmm. times with your families. Because, you know, life is short, so make sure you enjoy that time with your family. Until next time, this is Cooling Out. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. 
You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.